0: This is a new dimension in sound. The sound here has been recorded on the tape magnetically.
1: This is us. We're back. Oh my god. Oh my god, Dave.
0: <laughs> Dave.
1: Welcome to episode number four of A Dave in the Life. First of all, thanks for listening. Thanks for subjecting yourself to my bullshit again, especially if you listen to my weekly radio program cheers for tuning in. I did say on the last episode of A Day in the Life we're going to hopefully do some fun and random things on the next episode. To be honest, we're going to have to delay that by a couple of episodes because there's just so many incredible fucking tours hitting the country and I'm just getting bombarded with people that want to chat to me, which is awesome because I've spent my entire career begging, borrowing and stealing to ask permission to talk to bands and... Now they want to chat to me. Hey, finally, a reason to enjoy getting fucking old, because I'll tell you what, it's not the grey hairs and just feeling one like dirt all the time, but it's not about me, it's not about me, it's about my guests that come on the show. I try and get you to walk a Dave in their life and give you the full behind the speaker experience of what happens weekdays on my radio program, and I couldn't think of a better guest to have on a Dave in the life than Maddie from the Bronx. Just such an incredible band. They're in the country across October. Destroyalllines.com shows in Brisbane, shows on the Gold Coast, shows in Byron Bay. You want to get to one of these shows? They got some mates in the southeast corner of Queensland, in Australia. So you might have some, you know, famous friends walking up and playing with them. But you do want to see them live. Matt is insane. The last time I spoke to him, he literally ripped his calf muscle off the back of his leg from just doing some mental shit on stage. But it hasn't stopped him, it hasn't slowed him down, he just keeps going. And listen to how the guy speaks, he communicates so efficiently, so effectively, and you can literally hear the thousands and thousands of thoughts pulsating through his mind as he talks. It's an incredible insight into the mind of, of genius and of musicians and creatives who just have so much in their, in their minds that they need to get out. It's, it's truly intriguing, it is for me anyway episode number four a dave in the life this is matty from the bronx hey dave what's up man how you doing i'm doing good man it's it's bloody cold here how you going
0: i'm good it's hot as hell over here it's california summertime it's
1: nice oh that sounds sensational i mean look it's it's really not that cold it's just i basically live in australia's equivalency of california and when winter comes we all fucking lose our mind every year
0: you know, we were just talking about that today at rehearsal. We were uh, going over some songs, and we were just kind of chilling out for a little bit. And uh, splendor uh, in the grass came up, and Ken was <laughs> Ken was telling a story because Ken, you know, I, I like I never like I'm always cold. You know what I mean? And and Ken Ken's the opposite, and he was uh, he was laughing because you know he went. I think it was the third day of the festival. He went back, and I ended up going back to the hotel room and just chilling. And he went that night and he said it was so cold. You know, he said he was just like hanging out by the fire, <laughs> hanging out by the fire. And he, you know, it was, it was really funny. It was just, it's, you know, you don't really expect Australia, you know, to, to be cold, you know. But, uh, But yeah, it was, it was. Sunder, it got
1: cold at night, man. It gets freezing at Sunder in the grass post midnight. I wonder what yeah. happens to all those girls that are wearing like the boob glitter and titty tassels and stuff. Like, like, where do they hide their jackets? Like, does, do they just go home at eight o'clock or what happens there? I don't know.
0: Well, I disappear into the woods. I don't
1: know. I don't know. Look, we can talk about weather. We that's can talk one, about that's
0: one of those. That's one of those questions you just you, you don't want to know the answer to. You just got <laughs> you just got to let that go.
1: Well said. Maddie from the Bronx is with us for the drive home this afternoon. We're stoked. The legends are back in the country so soon after splintering in the Grass. Right across October, we'll get these details up later on. Uh, mate, this is a pretty good tour itinerary. You seem to be here for a while. It's a bit of time to actually be a tourist this time around, I see.
0: Yeah, man. You know, we're looking forward to it. We've been, uh, we've been wanting to put together a, a proper tour. Um, you know, over there for a little bit, and you know, doing Splendor was amazing. But it's going to feel great to come back and, and play some club shows and and do some smaller stuff that we haven't really done before. And and you know, I mean, it's just going to be it's going to be great, man. I mean, the band's in a really good spot right now. We're playing really good. You know, we got a we got a, a good mojo behind us right now. So we're looking forward to coming down there and just kicking a lot of ass.
1: Lots of quality hang time with the DZ Rays guys at uh, Splendor. Is there any chance with shows in Brisbane, Byron, and the Gold Coast we might see some cameos from some of your local mates?
0: Yeah, you know, I wouldn't put it past us. You know, we're uh, we're we're gonna do our best to uh, to make each and every show special. You know, so we already got the uh, the big Halloween show in Melbourne. We're gonna you know trick the place out and and have a really good time and. You know, uh, dress everybody up and do that whole thing. And then, you know, for, for each and for each of the other shows, we got some tricks up our sleeve and some stuff planned. So, you know, it's going to be a blast, man.
1: Always great shows. It could literally just be a band on stage and nothing else. and You'll know, have a great time at a Bronx show. They're right across the back end of October. Destroy com for your ticks and details. Man, last time we spoke, you had finally just recovered from that horrendous torn calf muscle how is the leg has has the recovery from that slowed you down on stage Are you a little bit more cautious when you're getting out on uh, and playing a show now uh
0: you know not really <laughs> i mean uh, the recovery was uh the recovery was brutal but you know it's like i i, I guess it's like a uh a, 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 i guess it's a blessing and a curse because it's like you know music is is a powerful thing uh for us and, and for me in general and honestly i i you know i couldn't slow down if i tried you know it's like once we're on stage and the and the guitars and drums and bass and everything is just slamming uh you know it's like it, what what happens is gonna happen you know so um i'm very fortunate that you know i had the time off to heal and uh and you know we do take care of ourselves as best we can um but you know once the uh once the music starts man it's on it's like i uh, you know i'm not gonna I'm not going to be holding back, you know, anytime soon. So, you know, hopefully uh, my body can just, uh, you know, deal with it for a while.
1: That's great to hear, because if you've never seen a Bronx show before, Matty is like a a caged animal unleashed on stage, so it's great to hear you're still getting wild and crazy on stage. Mate, 15 years this month since the very first record. Where the bloody hell has time gone? And, uh, mate, is there a chance we might hear some, some deep album cuts on this tour?
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. We're going to be pulling off uh some songs from uh some songs from Bronx 1 that we haven't played in a long time. Uh, you know, so there'll definitely be some of those in the set, uh which is going to be cool, you know, what I mean, which we're looking forward to. And uh, you know, I mean, yeah, it's rad, man. I mean, you know, it's crazy to think that the first record's 15 years old. Uh, you know, it 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 feels like it, you know, honestly, it feels <laughs> like, you know, looking back on it, you know, between five Bronx albums and, and three mariachi records, it feels like, you know, it feels like 15 years, but in a good way. You know what I mean? Like it feels like it's, uh, you know, it's it's I'm, I'm stoked. And, uh, you know, I'm very proud of, uh, of everything we've done, you know, and uh, I'm really excited to still be a band after all this time and to still, you know, feel the same way I feel about music and about the band as, as I did when we started, you know, and, and everyone's on the same plane and, everyone's just feeling good you know so it's nice man i mean it's you know it's it's a tough uh it's a jungle the music business you know it's like it's 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 changing constantly and uh depending on who you talk to it's for the better or for the worse you know (laughs) what i mean so uh you know at the end of the day you still get to write music you still get to be creative and you still get to express yourself and uh you know people still care about the band so you know we're stoked man
1: as you said, lots of changes in the music industry way back to that first record was still that time when the record industry was just this big behemoth and and labels had bidding wars I and i mean
0: we got we got a record deal we got a record deal we got flown out in New York, taken to a strip club I mean we got the full rock <laughs> band treatment, you know what I mean and it's like i'm glad I'm glad we got to experience that because i mean sure it it happens still, but not really i yeah. mean it's like those, those days are, are are pretty much done you know and it's like uh yeah, you know it's just the, the whole identity of the industry has has changed and it, you know in good ways and bad ways you know but it's just uh it's it's kind of crazy uh you know when you're in sick of it um, you know watching it all change and seeing where you know it's where it is now from where it was um You know, it's crazy, man. I I definitely love the accessibility that people have with music. and I I love how amazing, uh, how, you know, uh, how easy it is for people to just, you know, access what you're doing. Uh, You know, I just think that the industry side of things, you know, and obviously the, you know, the artist's respect, I guess, is is kind of the, the, the attention span has gone. It sucks respect for artists and music in general as like something viable that's worth you know paying for is gone and that sucks Um, but at the end of the day you know uh, the artistry is still there the creativity is still there there's still a bunch of great people doing amazingly creative and inspiring things and you know as long as that energy is still going and the core of the industry stays creative Um, You know, I think the rest will work itself
1: out. You're listening to episode number four of A Dave in the Life. We're chatting to Matty from the Bronx. If you haven't already, give us a subscribe wherever you get your podcast. and each week I'll rock up deep inside you, but, like, not literally in a device. Don't call anyone. I want to get the ankle bracelet off at some point. But anyway, I digress. If you also got a little bit of time, give us a follow at Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. I mean, I'm not peer pressuring you. It's not like I'm forcing you behind the library for a durry. You don't have to. It would be nice, though. The Bronx here in October cannot wait for these shows and cannot wait to hopefully hear some songs from their first record. It's an incredible release, and I'm chatting to Maddie a little bit deeper about that in this episode of A Dave and Life. I've read a lot in, in interviews with yourself that you and the band said that that record saved your life in so many other ways than one. Recording the record with Gilby Clark of Guns N' Roses, was that a wild experience at the time? Was that one of those things where you you learnt on the fly, hanging out with a, a bit of a legend like that?
0: Yeah, of course it was, man. I mean, it was, it was amazing, you know? I mean, everything at that point was... Uh, everything at that point was so just... Over the top, and was it was everything was happening so fast, you know, that it was like you know, next thing you know we're playing these shows, next thing you know we're recording with Gilby Clark, next thing you know we're signed a record deal, next thing you know we're going on tour, you know, all this crazy stuff. It happened so fast, but Gilby was like, you know, he was like the guy that really, you know, like his. He was super important to the record because it's like we were. You know, we were super raw and we were super, you know, just punk in, in just nature, you know. It's like that's just who we were. And Gilby, you know, Gilby gave us that kind of rock and roll swagger that we that we needed, you know. And it's like he, you know, he kind of, you know, just being around him, you know, he rubs off on you that way. I mean, it's like, you know, he's just a great dude and, you know, Doing the record with him was just an amazing experience, you know so I think you know he you know you know we wanted the band to be what it is you know we wanted it to be loud abrasive and and punk and and rock and roll and and raw and you know I think Gilby really really helped out with that, you know because uh, i i don 't know how I don't know how rock and roll the Bronx would have been without Gilby's help. You know, it's like some of those early songs and, you know, uh, you know, stuff like even like songs like they will kill us all and stuff like that. It was just, it has like such a good vibe to it. And, you know, it was all, it was, that was all, you know, just being at Gilby's place and hanging with him and just making music, you know? So it's not like it was anything that was direct, like, Hey, do this. It was just the overall vibe of just creating something together. Um, you know, he just made a big impression on us and he's a great dude,
1: man. It definitely shone through on that record, the first Bronx record 15 years old, I don't know where time goes, but it certainly does drift away and recent record V, just as good as the first record, a cracker, go out and grab it man, on that, the recent record V for me was as good as anything you guys have ever put out, where are you as a songwriter now, is there is there still a punk rock drive within you for more Bronx records or do you get to a point as a songwriter where the the brain just automatically starts to wander back to mariachi or Bronx style of writing.
0: Well, that's, uh, you know, that's that's where, you know, we're very fortunate that we have mariachi and and we have, you know, a kind of uh, a, a something else to go to, you know, creatively. You know, right now we're, we're definitely, um, you know, we're definitely not, uh, not burnt out on Bronx. It's like, you know, I think we're going to do, Uh, another Bronx record after this you know uh, because that's just kind of where the energy is right now everything feels great absolutely Um, and then uh, and then I imagine after that after another after another record and a couple years of you know smashing ourselves across stages across on stages across the world I'm sure it'll be time to to settle down a little bit and and design a new mariachi suit and, uh, and and make a make an awesome badass comeback El Bronx record so you know, I think that's the game plan. That could all change overnight. You know, obviously, but uh, as of now, uh, you know, it's like the Bronx is in a really good spot, man. We're having a lot of fun, and we're playing really good, and we're writing songs that we're stoked on, and that everyone else seems to enjoy. So, you know, if, if it ain't broke, you know, we're just gonna keep we're just gonna keep thrashing.
1: Matty from the Bronx What an absolute legend Seeing thrashing around like an absolute lunatic Like he always does On tour across the early stages of October Get your tickets now Destroyalllines.com Lots of shows right across the country And cannot wait for whatever they do next Hopefully a mariachi record comes sooner Uh, Just quietly Huge fan of that gear Love some weird shit Don't forget to give us a like at Facey Twitter, Instagram, all that type of stuff No pressure Don't freak out Otherwise, talk to you next time, mate. Eh? Cheers.